I'm doing the best in the office and I can't do this anymore and I have to go. I don't feel happy about this. I'm just doing it. I just decided to just make a decision for my entire life at the end of 2019 where I just was like, okay, I'm leaving the town that I've been living in. I'm going to change careers. I'm going to start over personally as well. And we're just going to see like what happens. So. Hey, it's Julie with It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly, where we highlight voices of leaders in every aspect of the nail industry to share with you career guidance, growth hacks, and hilarious stories. Whether you're a licensed nail pro or a nail enthusiast, there's room for all of us to build fulfilling careers, so stick around to learn and laugh. Welcome back to It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly, and today we have Raya here. <laughs> Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. So Raya is actually not just a nail artist, but she is a senior mixologist at the Orly Color Labs. Yes. Which is something you don't really expect to see in the nail industry, which is a really cool, one-of-a-kind job. Yes. So I would love to dig into it, hear your story, how you got into nails, and where did you start? So... Um, nails has been an interest of mine since I was really young. I was a designated nail painter in my family, even from a young age, because I could stay in the lines pretty well. <laughs> um, so my family, from my grandma to my cousins, my mom, like they would allow me to paint their hands and things like that. My grandma is very artistic and She's done everything from like figurines to paintings to sewing, crocheting, oh, wow. just different super things. Creative. So super creative. So I grew up with her just as someone to view in all creative things. Um, so her allowing me to explore my creativity, she knew that that was an interest of mine. So my mom wouldn't want me to have fake nails or anything. But if I went to my grandma's and the ice cream truck came, I would get <laughs> fake nails and she would let me paint them whatever color oh I gosh. wanted. And I would keep them on until literally my mom would be walking in the door. <laughs> and then I just would start taking them all off and like nothing ever happened here. Glue all over the place. It was That's crazy. Amazing. But um, yeah, had so much fun doing that. So that's how it kind of got brought to me that I had an interest just from you know them allowing me to explore that with them so I I always had my nails um taken care of is where I knew that I kind of like this but I thought it was more so hobby related not so much something that would be um anything that I would keep in my future too much yeah yeah I mean it was a daily maintenance for me but yeah anything that I thought I would be doing for anyone else especially because you don't realize that you can really make a career out of it right and I also was raised on um like you have to have a real job yeah so (laughs) I got into healthcare and I was in healthcare for 10 years oh my gosh prior to where I'm at now so I did try to have that. Kind yeah, of job. yeah. <laughs> and I think I did very, very well. Um, <laughs> it was the most rewarding job, you know, that I have had um, dealing with seniors is really fun. So, but yeah, I still um, always was known for having good nails in the office setting as well. Um, made people more conscious to have their nails done because mine were always taken care of. So <laughs> that was a fun thing. I love that. Yeah. It's funny because um, I think it was Gloria Williams. She was saying that Oprah, when she was trying to figure out who she was and like what career 
path really suited her. Oprah had said to her, what do other people say about you? Mm-hmm. And it just sounds like everyone in your life was like, nails, nails, nails. Yes. <laughs> Even though I had no idea that that's what they were saying. Yeah. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, this is this is a thing. So, yeah. yeah. I actually love being known by that. There's particular things with my hair and my nails that everyone is like, Raya. That's you. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. So how did you transition from healthcare to the nail industry? So... Funny enough, I created um, my nail page, I would say, seven years ago with just putting nails that I've like painted for my friends and my family, different things like that. I would just like, okay, do some nice work on them, but all regular lacquer, then I would post it. And then as I got more heavy into healthcare, transitioning through different fields within that, I just was like, I don't have time to really put into this page, but never deleted it or Mm. anything, just kept it there. So being in the industry of healthcare for so long, I, in 2019, I got to experience the Color Labs, which it was a sponsored ad on my Instagram. Oh my goodness. That was just like, make your own color. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, <laughs> and like, the brand, yes, of course, I'm very familiar with. I've had Orly products for a very long time. So as the nail girly, I have a lot of their things already. So I was like, oh, it's a good brand. Like, I already use this. It should be fun. The thought of making your own color was like crazy to me. So <laughs> I saw that they were going to have a pop-up inside of an Ulta. I just so happened to live right across the street from the Oxnard Ulta that they were at. So I was like, I have to book this. I have to try this and see what's going to, you know, happen. How does this work? So um, my favorite color is green, and there wasn't a lot of green options for polish. There are a lot now, but there really weren't that many. It's still one of the colors that isn't produced a lot. Yeah, and the ones that you do see are like more olive or things like that and you're like okay like it's only so much of that that you can do so I went in for my appointment and I created my first shade which was of course a green a very nice um it was like a brighter forest green I should say like because it wasn't too deep and I named it Raya because everything that I've done for the first time I can't think of anything (laughs) other than my name (laughs) to put it down so um yeah after that I was just like I'm gonna keep up with them and see like where's the next Ulta that they're going to be in. And that just kind of brought my joy back um, as far as nails were concerned, because I did kind of put it off outside of just myself for a while, seeing where their locations were, keeping up with that, and then revamping my page once I like kept going in. And once they opened up the store, I was here for all events and different things. It was just kind of like my happy place because I was in a very stressful place with the healthcare just being I in can't control even imagine. of patient Especially during care. That time yeah, too. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like coming here for like my peace of mind. Um so I decided with my page like, oh okay, I'm gonna take everything off and I'm going to display the colors that I make here at the labs. And oh that just kinda is what kind of jump started that for me. Oh my I love that it just ignited that passion back in you yeah. and brought you back to, you know, what makes you happy. Yep. That's so awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. It really was. So to see the transition from that has, yeah. has been very cool from regular lacquer to now me doing like all gel services yeah. and nail art. <laughs> I wasn't even doing nail art before. Like I just would 
be very conscious of like how I wanted the pictures to be presented, how the colors that I was making, how I wanted them to be shown. So I would like go different places and make sure like the background or like just the whole like aesthetic of the yeah. photo to like be catchy. So I also fell in love with like editing and like kind of like creating in that sense too. Yeah, you get introduced to every part of it and mm-hmm. it all goes together. Yeah. And if you're not good at one part, then the whole thing doesn't come out. Yep. So you really got to get in there. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So how did you end up working with the color labs so through me coming here as much as i was (laughs) really needed to de-stress so i was coming here a lot i seen alina a lot and she recognized me in the crowds a lot of the time um and i really appreciated that so after a while me being here me being so specific with the colors that i was making too all greens for the most part (laughs) It was just like any so, shade of green that I could make. I was like, this is happening. <laughs> so they just like started knowing me as like the green girl <laughs> for sure coming in here. So yeah, throughout me coming here, she would just be like, hey, like, would you want to work here? And I'm like, in my brain going, there's no way I could leave like my stressful, <laughs> like chaotic life in healthcare to come here and have fun. There's no way that that's going to work. Like, I don't know how <laughs> <laughs> I've only been conditioned to do this over here. It just eventually, I as I was at my job and I would sit at my desk and I just was like, I think that I have just kind of reached my peak here. I don't really see where else I would want to even branch out to. So throughout a 10-year time, I've like kept re- like raising my my bar of like where I was going in the industry and the higher up you go the more you understand that the care for people diminishes mm. so I didn't really care for that yeah um, I loved being more hands-on but they don't take care of you when you're the yeah, one yeah. doing it it's like you know you don't get paid much for that service so to like keep up a livelihood was a little hard with yeah. that so I had to keep going up so yeah I just realized that I wasn't feeling like fulfilled in that role anymore because I couldn't deliver the care. I'm now like relying on other people to do so. And people were just not doing what they should have been doing. So I just thought to myself, you know, what's been bringing me joy? Like what's been, you know, something that I've always enjoyed, but didn't feel like work. You know what I mean? And I also was afraid of that too, because I didn't want it to feel like, work at a point like when it never has felt like that for me if I was like doing nails it's always been enjoyable so I didn't want that joy to go away so I was like nervous about both of those things like leaving everything that I've grown to know and then you know stepping into something that could like take my passion away possibly I don't know why I had that thought no yeah but yeah I just decided to just make a decision for my entire life at the end of 2019 where I just was like okay I'm leaving the town that I've been living in I'm gonna change careers I'm gonna start over personally as well and we're just gonna see like what happens so after I left from my job two months later I was a mixologist here and just was like all right we're gonna see where this goes and yeah with my nail becoming like a nail artist and stuff was just through being here and you know just kind of now doing all things nails like if I go all in with something it's like all right well 
Got to do all parts of it. Now. Let's do it all. <laughs> let's let's keep going. So that that started a new thing for me too. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. On a side note, I would love to know if we scrolled back all the way on your Instagram, would it be all green polishes that you mentioned? It is going to be majority <laughs> green. There's some few like oranges in there, or like <laughs> kind of creamsicle colors or things like that. But for the most part, you're going to see green. <laughs> That's amazing. A lot of them, and I kept that there for that transition. <laughs> Honestly, it's cool to go back and be like, wow. Yeah. I started with this and now I'm here. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are stuck in different industries that they're, you know, maybe not as fulfilled in or like they like you said you've gotten to a point where you kind of reached the top of where you wanted to be in that industry and they're scared to leave it. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give somebody who's maybe looking for something new and they don't they're just too scared to go into it? I think the main thing is to really like assess yourself. And I think a lot of the times people's like passion is right in front of them, but they're like, they don't see it. They don't see it. And they possibly could feel like how I did where it's like, this no longer will be a passion. It's going to feel like a chore. But if you really, really like love particular things no matter what it is it's like I just feel like some things are just like you're born with it you already it was second nature to you yeah like it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a chore because this has always just come easy to you so I would just say like take time with yourself to see like what really really brings you joy because you shouldn't be working somewhere that just like makes you miserable like there's there has to be something that you're going to be happy about and happy to do every day and to instill that passion because yeah you're right it's it's you know once you get to a point in a job where you know maybe you went into that field just because you thought it would be really lucrative or you learn about some stuff but then when you get to the point where you're actually working there it's not what you expected it to be and then you're stuck there right but yeah and I think that's why the nail industry specifically is so great because you could feel that way doing nails but then there's a million other things you do in the industry that will prevent you from feeling like that right you know so it's about just finding what makes you happy yes and there's no reason it's 2023 there's no reason to be stuck at a job that you do not like and that's exactly what i was gonna say do not be stuck there is way too many options (laughs) out here now like so many things that you can that you can at least try yeah versus thinking that you're conditioned to stay in one 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 place and be unhappy for the rest of your life. So Absolutely. I refuse to do that. But being a mixologist is a very, very one-of-a-kind job. Can you tell us first, for people who don't know, what a mixologist is and like what – it's just such a crazy opportunity. Yeah. It's so fun. It is very fun. And I thought it was cool as a customer. Yeah. So to like be behind the bar now, I'm like, wow, like – now I'm now I'm the one everyone's looking at like how in the <laughs> world did you do that? So I had no color theory experience to to the degree of like schooling or anything yeah, yeah. like that um while coming here and as I was working here um one of our other mixologists did let me like take this test that lets you know like how do you see color? Like if you can see more color than the average person, if you can just averagely see color or 
identifying if there's any um, one with colorblindness and things like that. So I took this quiz and I see more color than the average person and I didn't even know that. So I thought that was cool. So I think that's what helped with me just like really like fine tuning specific uh, greens when I was doing them. Because the detail. Yeah, it's like very detailed. So I'm like, nope, it's just a a little bit. Like if I swatch something and just the little smallest adjustment was made, I'm like, no, yeah, I could see that. I saw that shift right there or something. And it's actually kind of funny. But that all is just something that I didn't even know that I had so much. Um, So being here and just kind of learning what it takes to create certain colors I like can remember I can memorize like okay I think this one initiated with this and then it's kind of a fun thing to challenge like okay so what's missing now that I've put these particular things and someone's like oh I want the vibrancy to be a certain way or you know when we're adjusting saturations or different things to go okay I know that in a yellow shade that like fuchsia might be involved in creating this yellow to be more vibrant but like it's through time of like just kind of looking and seeing like what what's missing exactly so even when training our new mixologists and thing like that I'm like okay so pump whatever you think this color has right and then once you see what's in the cup what else do you feel like it's missing like at those times like what else can you see like in a blue I can see a pink sometimes like oh this needs this color or that color so I I just like want to challenge like how much can you can you pull from just like a swatched item like what does it take to get to this? It's 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 a fun it's a fun little activity. Yeah, like yeah. So being here and when people are unsure and I'm just kind of like, do you want it lighter? Do you want it darker? Do you want this blue to have more of a purple tint to it? Like you got to kind of pull things out because sometimes people yeah. really don't know. So that's a skill within itself too. Oh, yeah. um, so there's a lot to to learn in this in this <laughs> role, but it it's just it's fun to kind of match things to people come in here a lot for nudes. So to match to skin tones and undertones mm, of skin and those tones are the hardest things, things like to that. Make. It's actually like I'm like okay, cool, let's yeah. go, let's let's, let's figure this Challenge out. It accepted. might take fifteen. swatches but we're gonna get there and seeing like okay this person has a more red undertone or more orange undertone or yellow like it's kind of fun to to piece those things together that's so cool yeah but without having the like color wheel as like how I learned it it's fun to to see how it's transitioned for me from like the day that I got here and looking at recipes and trying to figure that out that to where now color matching is like my my favorite thing to do so visual yeah very visual and it's like those memes or it was the meme where it's like two polish bottles that look nearly identical but all women are like those are not the same color and all right. the men are like why do they have so many of the same color right 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 <laughs> it's so funny and when i've swatched things for people they're like oh i can't tell the difference i'm like well this one is definitely yeah, more like, Excuse me. like this <laughs> like i don't know how you don't see this but um understanding that like okay everybody's different i get it yeah you know what i mean also too navigating through people that are colorblind yeah purples and pinks are an issue mm. uh purples and blues are an issue at times where it's like this is looking like this and I'm like okay so what do you think I should add cuz yeah cuz you want them you, to see yeah, the yeah, right yeah. thing cuz I'm like to like I know this is this particular color but what do you think would be a perfect addition to adding this because I can't see what with what you like through your lens right now do, does like, that happen often it has happened to me twice okay so and then 
having to sit back because someone's like, that's purple. And I'm like, I promise you it's not. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I wouldn't tell you that it yeah. is. But since you like in having to reset and go, okay. Instead of like arguing. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like that I'm, cause I'm looking at it yeah. and I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is this, <laughs> you know, but then having to remember like, not everybody different. sees the same thing. So then it transitions to, okay, how do you think that, what do you, what addition do you think would help you look at your color more? And even if I think it's like something completely strange, I'm going to put it in. And when I swatch it and they like it, I'm like, okay, <laughs> great. Like, Cause we, all we that matters there. is what, what yeah. you see and how you feel like when you're customizing your color. So yeah. Hey, oh my you gosh. know, so yeah, it's a lot of different little things. like You that. never, ex- I would never have thought of that. Yeah. Like, that's insane. And like, as a, you know, an educator for nails and stuff, everything is so hands-on for me. So like mm-hmm. when I'm trying to teach someone something or I'm working with somebody, I can physically take their hands and show them how to do it. But to have, you can't do that. It's all visual. So yeah. it's like figuring out what people see. That's insane. I think I learned a lot of that through healthcare, like senior care uh-huh. specifically. Having my clients, I like my clients were very fond of me because I didn't come in as this youngster trying to tell them what to do. <laughs> I would just be like, okay, I know I have a specific task to get done in here, but I'm going to still make them feel like they're in control of this whole entire thing. But I'm still going to get the uh, job they done. They definitely appreciated that. Yes. Senior so it's like, okay. <laughs> it, t- it allowed me to be able to sit back and go, let me try to think of it from their end of like what would be best. Like, you know, so yeah. I think doing that so much allowed me to remember like, oh, they might not be able to see the same thing that I see. Oh, oh like, okay, sit back, pay attention to what's <laughs> happening in front of you right now so that it's not like a, a flustered situation. It's like, oh, no, I get it. But yeah. I do like to pay attention to those details in people, though. No, that's incredible. Yeah. And the, the communication that you need to have, the communication skills you need to have in order to, to figure that out with someone that's really, really awesome. Like looking on the outside, you mm-hmm. wouldn't think that all of this is so involved. Right. Um, but that's incredible. It's a fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a reward in a different way. Because it's like, oh, you didn't even know that you needed that right now. <laughs> and I just had to pull you in. <laughs> like, here it goes. Like, just tell, like, you know, but it, they have to be um, able to communicate with me, too. Because I'm like, okay, I, I don't know what's in your head fully. Yeah. I only have, I could throw out ideas, but I need to, I need you to tell me something. Yeah. So that I can, I'll do whatever some I need sort of to. Guidance. But just some sort of guidance. Yeah. As you know, this podcast is sponsored by Orly, but what you might not know is that Orly Plus is the educational platform made just for professionals that Orly recently launched. On Orly Plus, you can access free on-demand courses to master your skills, and that's available worldwide. If you are based in the US or Canada, you also have access to the Orly Plus online shop, where professionals get 50% off retail on all Orly product. And this one is for you, It's a Nail Thing listeners who are licensed nail professionals. Get 20% off on your first order when you sign up on Orly Plus. Just head on over to orly.plus on your browser, O-R-L-Y dot P-L-U-S, and sign up if you are a licensed nail professional and use the code NAILPOD20, N-A-I-L-P-O-D, two zero, and you'll get 20% off your first order. So you eventually ended up getting your nail license because you were so into this whole scene and you do a lot of nail art now so i know you said back when you were doing just polish it wasn't really much nail art no how did you get into nail art and what is your inspiration behind your designs you have like a very specific style i feel 
nail art was terrifying <laughs> at the beginning. I was just like, oh my gosh. I am my own muse. I was my first muse. So I practiced everything that I do on others on myself first. I needed to know how everything feels, how everything looks, how everything's supposed to flow. And I really like am able to connect with people because I started with me first. When I went and got my nail license during the pandemic, which was super cool, I got to do it online. They don't teach you. Wait, what? Yeah. Which was, yeah. Nail school online. Yes. In California. In California. Absolutely. And what's so funny is when I was signing up for school, the teacher or whoever was over the school, he's like, oh, where do you get your nails done now? And I'm like, oh, I do my own nails. And he's like, I had designs all on them right now. I have them nude, but like I had designs all on them on both hands. And he's like, you do both of your hands too. And I'm like, yes. And he's like. Do you know that the, like school's not going to teach you that right now? You just need your license, right? And I was like, you're yeah. like, yeah, I'm already there. <laughs> He's like, but it was like weird to me because I'm like, so you're telling me I'm not gonna? I thought I was gonna get like a more like advanced <laughs> way of like learning how to do what I do. And he's like, no, you're no, you're you're, you're way past <laughs> the like general level. And I was like, okay, I guess if I have to do this, I'll still do it. But yeah, being in the school and doing it through the Zoom classes, it was very minimal. I really paid attention attention to the to the book studies yeah. just because I wanted to make sure that I can you know pass that written part exam but the practical part was very much so like it's scary because you're like I didn't get to practice this in person with and it's so specific to everything that they need done yes. I mean I took it in New York so it's a little bit different but yeah it was just very it was very different and is I it was still like, as barbaric as it like, like this? No, like, I, I think like I because doing, like, of the pen. <laughs> yeah, they it was it. I promise you on the practical like studies on Zoom, she would show us how to do a basic manicure and one acrylic nail every single <laughs> oh day. God. It wasn't no variation, <laughs> anything. It was literally a manicure, basic manicure. OK, and regular polish application. <laughs> I think maybe a couple days she made us showed us how to do a gel application as well. I was just in awe of like, this is really all that's happening yeah. right now. But yeah, it was very minimal, very minimal. I got to stay bored. Like, luckily, like I passed everything on the on like the first awesome. time and whatnot. But it was very surreal to me to be the only nail artist at State Board with my nails done. And I don't think a lot of people pay attention to that. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's so strange. Like we're all in here as nail people, but I'm the only one that has them, has mine done. And I am aware of how this drill works. I'm aware of how, not just on other people, like I know how it feels if you drill down too far or if you sand down too far or anything like that. Um, when you're putting on any types of gels or builders or different things, I know like heat spikes. I know all of those things because I've practiced with me first. Yeah. Um, X, I've put on me first, like everything that I've done. So with nail art, that's also a thing that like I was experimenting first. I didn't know what um, lane of artistry I was going to take with nail art as well. So uh, when I first got all my supplies, I got glitters and I got all just all kind of things that <laughs> I like no everything. longer like even look at Same. Yeah. but <laughs> I'm like I gotta get everything because I have to try and see like what avenue I'm gonna go down but I fell into 
hand-painted abstract art and I'm obsessed with all things abstract and that just feels more freeing to me. I like to be able to collab with my clients on like, okay, these are some of their ideas. They can have multiple pictures and we kind of try to combine certain looks and like make it, you know, unique to my style, but at the same time, make sure that they love what they, um, what they walk out with. So I always tell them that it's a collaborative experience. I just, I, I just kind of came into the, the abstractness. Um, I like how freeing that is. It's not so specific. It's not just all these straight lines. I, I consider myself a curved line instead of a straight line anyway, <laughs> just as a person. So I'm like, I don't want very structured things all yeah. the time. I'm not a copy and paster. I want to be able to literally flow with the person to create like a customized look for them. That's so, That's it's not. so funny because I'm the opposite. No, oh. <laughs> I'm like, I, and I had, to, it took me a while to break out of it. But yeah. like, if you put a Picasso in front of my face, I could paint you a Picasso on the nail. Mm-hmm. But like, when you ask me to switch it up, I sit there for like an hour just staring at a blank canvas. Cause I'm like, I, I, it took me so long to train my brain to, to open up to that side of things. Wow. You know? And I literally glitch if someone wants me to <laughs> copy and paste anything. Like I will like just literally just get stiff and I'm just like I can't my my brain won't work past that so it's literally so the funny. opposite yeah. like I'm like if I can't just free flow through art I'm like I'm just what's like, the what point I, what do you <laughs> want if it's not just like a friendship or something that I'm like okay but I'm like this thing you want on all 10 fingers wow and then my OCD kicks in like then my perfection like all of this happens where I'm like this has to be the exact same if we're gonna do the exact same we're going to be here because I have to make sure every line is exactly perfect. Like, yeah. I get anxiety. It's like, that's it's my a favorite whole thing. thing. I'm like, I love that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I freak out. Okay. Freak out. I'm like, no, we have 10 fingers. We need to do something. We got to switch this up. Like there's no oh way that gosh. all of these fingers are going to have the exact same thing. But <laughs> my clients love that. And I think that's also a thing too, of like getting people that really understand like your artistry and your vision. Connect with that style. And Mm -hmm. do you feel like it was hard to find clients who kind of connected with you or how did you grow that clientele? You know what? I think the best answer is like, I had a combination of, of different people at the beginning because you don't, I I didn't know. You just take you take whoever you can and you just kind of navigate through things. The best thing that I did learn is just to be honest with people in regards to if this seems like something, even if I haven't done it before, if it seems like something that I can accomplish, I'm going to say, yes, we can do this. But if it isn't, I am honest in being like, I think this is like just not my wheelhouse of things. Like I'm not a charms person. I'm not. So if someone's coming in, they're wanting a bunch of, you know, stones or charms or just anything like that. I'm like, I don't think I'm the right artist for you. I want to deliver like work that I'm proud of and that you can be proud of when you walk out. So I'm going to be as upfront as possible. So understanding through like looking at different inspos and different things, I saw what I was gravitated towards, which was more of just that free flow art. So over time I started saying like, this is the avenue that I want to go down, you know, but it took me kind of seeing everybody's thoughts and feels on nails and me going, I'm not really too fond of that. I don't, I don't think I would be as proud. I might be able to like execute it, but I don't feel like I'm going to just, you know, have you walk out and be like, yo, those were exactly what I could have imagined. And I think we both love this, you know? So I think you would like this, but I don't really care to have it, you know? 
absolutely that's that's kind of one of those things no i think it's super important where you said that you know you might not be the right artist for them because Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of nail tricks especially when they're starting out they kind of just do everything and it takes a while to figure out your own style to figure out you know what types of nails you want to be doing and what makes you fulfilled as you are open and honest with your clients and you know steer them in the direction that you do and if you they there's pushback and you're like, hey, maybe I'm not the right artist for you. There's nothing wrong with saying that. Right. And that's how you cultivate like clientele that is so reflective of not just your style, but your personality. Like, right. I'm sure you feel like you could be friends with your clients. Like when I worked in New York, they when a client walked in or we would hear conversations, they'd be like, that's definitely Julie's client because I have like a potty mouth. And for some reason, I would attract all the clients <laughs> that would like right. and they would know immediately that's Julie's client. Right. Like it's just they reflect who you are. Right. It's so funny. But yes. yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with telling somebody you might not be the, the nail tech for them. Right. So let's talk about trends. Okay. Is there any nail trends that you would love to see make a comeback? I don't really know. I know that there's specific things like being an abstract artist I feel like there's just like a wide scope of like artistry and because I'm not so much a copy and paster I just feel like all of all of the trendy things can even still be a collaborative like effort on like okay I get this is like trendy, but like how can we still make this you you know what I mean like, like instead it up, of it just being like this girl's hands is now on your hands. Yeah. Like we're going to, we got to figure something more out. Yeah. And I think that's, what's cool too. Cause a lot of my clients, like a lot of trends that happen, it's like, I don't really have a lot of clients that like are Go going gravitate towards certain that. trends. I yeah. love that. They like come in there like, yeah, but we do like this over here. Like it's just, yeah. it's kind of fun. You take to like elements to, of that trend. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It's it definitely, um, I guess it's collaborative. If they, there are some that I have had that they're like, oh, I kind of want to try this, but like, I want you to kind of put your spin on it though. And I'm like, cool. Like, so it's not still the same yeah. exact thing. It's a part of it. But I don't have a lot of them that, that go for a lot of the trends that are happening. Some are kind of cool, but I think they get my artistry too. That some things are just like, well, that one's not like really in my wheelhouse to, so to speak. So. So you're doing nails now. You're still a mixologist. What do you think is next for you? I think that I just want to enjoy what's happening like right now. I, of course, would want to elevate in some ways. Ideally, I would want to be like a go-to for specific people. I have a lot of um, clients that are film directors and things like that, Mm. just kind of being alongside them a lot more. Um, But I do not want to take away the one-on-one experience that I have with people here. And I'm very grateful to have this space also um, provided for me to take clients one-on-one. It's an experience. When I think of my past with senior care and how I felt that that was super rewarding to be one-on-one and like delivering their care for them. I feel like I've found that with nails as well on, you know, just being able to connect and really like hear and get to know my clients. And I feel like it is very specific, like who, whoever comes in and is sitting in my chair, like, it's like, you're meant to be here like with me and I think this is cool like let's you know be able to like build on like relationship you know and I think that that's 
a fun thing. So I don't ever want to not have that one-on-one. I want to be able to do like really cool things, but then have this time that's more like um, personal and intimate with clients. I've been on sets and I feel like it's a lot more chaotic and you got to run around, you got to do all this stuff. And I'm just like, I don't even get to talk or anything. (laughs) It's like, it's just get this done and go. And so I'm like, that's cool sometimes, but I like the calmness. We're able to create better too. And it's just like a flow inside of the space. So I... I don't don't want to lose that. So whatever I do in the near future, I just think it would be cool to kind of have some fun moments, but also be able to keep these intimate moments as well. I love that energy so much Mm -hmm. because you're not just talking about like living in the now, but you're just saying like, I'm very happy where I am and there's no need to do anything crazy and to change it. Right. So and I feel like you had that big change when you switched from healthcare. So you're right where you need to be. Right. I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> this has been so awesome. Your story is so inspiring. And I feel like that it would help a lot of people who are stuck in those dead end jobs or, you know, not feeling fulfilled. Got to get out. Yeah. Got to get do. out. Yeah. Make the switch. Follow On the other Raya. side of fear could be like a really <laughs> great, great, great life. I could have never even expected any of this. Also, it was just literally like a major leap of like, okay, I'm just, I'm trusting this process. I felt very deeply that it was a choice, uh, like a change that needed to be made. Yeah. I knew if I stayed where I was that it's like, okay, yeah, I know that I do my job well. And I used to tell my bosses, everyone in that entire office knew that I did not like the role that I was in, (laughs) but they couldn't get over the fact that I was top in the office still regardless. So it's not like I fell short in any way. It just was like, I'm doing the best in the office and I can't do this anymore and I have to go. I don't feel happy about this. I'm just doing it and we can't stay here. And I like, it just was a mind blowing thing for a lot of them there to like watch me just hit all of my goals and everything, but be like, this isn't it, (laughs) you know? And then now I'm like, I'm understanding like, you know, that, 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 that leap was very important for even my mental health. You know what I mean? I'm just so much more at peace. I was four minutes away from my, from my job and now I'm 45 minutes away from my job, but I enjoy this so much more, so much more. I love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for having me. Really happy to be here and be able to, you know, share this because it was a really, you know, cool thing for me to be able to reflect on even now. Like I, I really switched up And people really need to take that into consideration that like, if you feel like you're being pulled somewhere, like try it, at least try it. Yeah. Yeah. At least try it. Awesome. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into It's a Nail Thing brought to you by Orly. If you're feeling unfulfilled or stuck at your job and need a little motivation, Raya's story was sure to give you inspiration. Transitioning from a career in healthcare to a nail career was a huge, scary change for her. But as you heard, she's happier than ever exactly where she is. It's 2023. Let your passions decide your path. Make sure to book an appointment with Raya to get your custom color at Orly Color Labs at colorlabs.com and follow her on Instagram at R-I-Y-S nails underscore. Don't forget to follow Orly on all socials and also at Orly Plus on Instagram. And make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. 
We'd love to hear your thoughts, so don't be shy to leave us a review. A big thank you to Phonogenic Studios for killing it with the audio during this interview. We will be back next week with another episode and another great guest. If you want to suggest somebody we should interview, email us at podcast at orlybeauty.com.